Gingerbread. Gingerbread? Mary flicked to G in her dream book. Yes, just like those little gingerbread houses you see at Christmas, decorated with lollies and licorice and white squiggly icing. The garden of this house has little trees made of spearmint leaves, and there are two rows of ripe raspberry bushes leading up to the front door, which looks exactly like a Tim Tam biscuit. That could be important. Tea for Tim Tam? Or B for biscuit, I wonder? I don't think it's important, Stella said. I'll be the judge of that. Sorry. Anyway, in the garden is a wizard. Wizard? Mary flicked a W in her dream book. At least, he looks like a wizard. He's an old man with long white hair and a funny sort of hat, and there's a big silver star on his chest. He's got a skinny black cat. Cats? Mary turned to C in her dream book. Cats always significant, especially black ones. It doesn't mean death or anything, does it? I mean, it seemed quite a happy cat. I'm sure it rubbed against my leg and purred. Surely that can't be bad. Can it? I can't possibly say until I've heard the whole dream. Context is everything. Right. Well, the wizard says, Stella, you can have one wish. What do you want most in the world? Then he waves this sort of wand. Wand? Mary flicked forward to the W's again. And just as I'm about to tell him, these two huge gates clang shut. Gates? Mary stopped flicking. And the wizard and the cat and the little house get smaller and smaller behind them until they disappear. And then I wake up feeling sad. That's about it, really. Stella looked at Mary expectantly. So, what does all that mean? You've had this dream how many times? Three. And it's always the same? Pretty much. I know that little house so well I think I could draw it. Hey, that's an idea. Would it help if I drew a picture for you? No, Mary said. It's all up here. She tapped her brow with the pencil. You described it very well. She shut the dream decoder. It's certainly a dream full of symbols. Too many symbols. Wands and wizards and cats and gates, they all mean something. It might take me some time. Payment in advance, please. Stella gave her fifty cents. Sorry, Mary said. I have to charge a dollar. This is a very complicated dream. But I'll give you the express service. You won't have to wait long. Stella thought that sounded fair. She gave Mary another fifty cents. The answer was passed to her during the last lesson of the day, hidden in the pages of a geography book. Stella removed the folded note and read what Mary had written. Dreaming of food means you're hungry. Dreaming of gingerbread and lollies and Tim Tams means there is not enough sweetness in your life. The man in white with the hat is not a wizard, he's a chef, and he's trying to feed you. You are the skinny cat. But he can't because the doors of the fridge keep closing. Do you have a fridge with two doors? Eat some chocolate or ice cream before bed and the dream will go away. Mary Sparkle, dream expert. Yes, thought Stella. The fridge at home did have double doors, and she probably was a bit skinny. That could be because the fridge very seldom had anything in it. Neither of her busy parents had much time for shopping or cooking. But it was a good idea to eat more chocolate and ice cream. Mary certainly knew all about dreams. Stella folded the note and slipped it into her pocket. But as she made her way home that afternoon, something about her dream and Mary's answer niggled away in her mind like an itchy insect bite that was just out of reach.
Chapter 2 Lucille Seaton stood gazing out of the huge picture window, a look of deep satisfaction on her face. "'Who could ever get tired of looking at this million-dollar coastal view?' she asked. Stella went on, turning the pages of the newspaper. She had learned that it was best to ignore such questions. They weren't really questions, and there was nothing to gain by being honest. If she said, "'Well, me, for one, I can think of a zillion more interesting things to do than look at the view,' Her mother would get cross and say, "'Stella, you don't deserve to live in a stunning penthouse apartment in a prime seaside location.' Lucille Seaton was in real estate, which was why she said things like that. In fact, she was a real estate identity. Lucille's listings, descriptions and colour pictures of expensive and desirable houses for sale, appeared three...